Super Talk Mississippi media production. What is Moondog? Moondog Makers and Bakers is not just a catering company. It's blended tradition with innovation and something familiar just done differently. To get a taste of what they're truly all about, you can order some awesome merch, crafted spice blends, or request catering for your very own event. MoondogMakersandBakers.com He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I really enjoyed that conversation with Jeff Duncan. We are so lucky to have someone of his his um, caliber, so, someone so well-connected with the Saints and the Pelicans and so many other uh, important sports entities throughout this region. Uh, just great insights. I love the Saints, so it's always fun to have a conversation with someone who's sort of the ultimate insider. Hey, now we're going to shift gears. Um, you may have seen uh, a conversation that I had recently with Jake Carter and Christina Carter Burks. Um, they, they uh, with their siblings, uh, run a company called Jay Carter and Company, and they have they have really really done some amazing work. They've expanded over into Alabama. Uh, I'll check the other day, and the the number of views on that show are some of the highest of any show we've had. Uh, we've had, a, we you know, we've had a couple. We had one show that had over fifty thousand views, but uh, but you know, the the reality is they they really kind of touched a nerve with people because it's cool to see uh, siblings working together, building a, a great business. And during the conversation, I mentioned to Jake and uh, and Christina, whose brother, incidentally, Senator Joel Carter, that their brother John is someone that I admire because he has more friends than anybody I have ever seen. And I'm going to, you know, we're going to get into that here shortly. But I invited John Carter to join me today. We're going to talk not only about his his uh, love of what he does, but his love of the community. And it's incredibly inspiring. So without any further ado, let me welcome John Carter to Cozy. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing really good. An interesting day because I had uh, had a little bit of a break between the segments today, and I ran to the gym real quick and worked out, and then came back in here and literally got in at one minute before the show's beginning to about to start. But um, but I know you've been super committed to your health as well. Um, you know, tell me about that. What's what's driving you to to really live this life of health that you're living today? My family, my kids, my wife, my siblings, everyone. I mean, you know, I, I went through my entire life as kind of a bigger guy. Um, and it, it, it takes a toll on you in the long run. Um, but the thing that really changed it for me is my kids. Yeah. Um, having my kids young running out in the yard and me getting winded, it just <laughs> wasn't, it wasn't okay with me. So yeah. I, I had to make a conscious decision to completely change my life and started about three and a half years ago and I've now lost 140 pounds. It's crazy. Wow, John, that's incredible. You know, I, I feel the same way. I've, I've worked out and really worked hard to take care of myself for now going on 40 years. I mean, it's, it's not a, you don't go on a diet. You don't decide to go work out tomorrow. You just decide that this is going to be the the life that you're going to have. You're going to, you're going to try Absolutely. to eat properly 
and you're going to you're going to do the you know the kind of exercise you need to do but if you make it part of your life it becomes sort of habitual and you kind of you know you kind of feed off yourself as you go as you go forward but i, I do the same thing and i i use it it's the same reason i want to go hunting and fishing with my sons i want to i want to go on long hikes with my daughter and my family and ann and i like to do things together and i you know i turned 65 last week and I feel great for a 65 year old, you know. I've had you a look couple good for of challenges Just say it again. Say so you look good for 65. Well, thank you, thank you. <laughs> but anyway, John, we're gonna. I, I I really am impressed with you, and I've watched you closely. You know, I, I care deeply about your family. Um, I've watched you carefully, and you've had this incredible commitment to the community for over a bunch of years. Um, and we'll come back to that in a second, but it probably melds into everything else that you were doing. You know, you uh, you grew up in Gulfport. You're the one sibling that worked in the gaming industry for for quite a while, and then you decided to join the siblings in the real estate business. But kind of take me through that. So about when I was about 16 years old, I started with my father as a dishwasher in the buffet at the Copa Casino when we had the ship over there in the port. And I uh, worked my way from from that all the way to, man, I can't remember where it was when I um, left out. I want to say it was executive casino host, player development executive, something like that. But I uh, just tried to learn as many aspects of the company as I could. Um, just be kind of close with at least every other person or so, but at, at try to remember everyone's name and all that. And just it, it taught me a lot about not just business but life in general well what's interesting about you john and i'm not i'm not kidding when i told christina and jake and of course your dad and i've talked about this before but you can post something on your facebook page and hundreds of people like it um and it's and it's not fake you're you're an incredibly authentic guy you have those relationships and you can tell by the way that people respond to you that's why i think when you're involved in community activities People want to support what you're involved in because they, when they see your name attached to it, they believe that there's instant credibility in, and not only the event or the effort, but also that the funds are going to be used for, for a, good, a good effort. So you've really found a way not only to build relationships, as you pointed out, but you've learned how to leverage those relationships in a way that, that serve the community. And there's something addictive about that, isn't there? It really is. Um, the feeling that you get whenever you strip that check to uh, the foundation is it's something that you can't explain. Um, I mean, it's, I really, I don't really have words to really explain what you, what you get to experience when you go through all of this stuff. And, and you're, you're right there hand in hand with a lot of these people that have been through these terrible things in life. And so you get to hear their stories and, and you learn from them to pass along to others that way maybe you can help someone before it hurts them hey so at what point did it shift from just being a volunteer and working in the community to the point where you've learned enough to say okay i'm going to actually form a more organized effort i'm going to i'm going to develop an organized effort that that we can really begin to build upon and feel, and be i'll talk about the thousand points of light all the time but be a light that fills a gap that doesn't step on other people's uh, feet, but 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 literally helps augment what they're doing. Where did when did you make that decision to take it up an, another step? 
So I did, I started with Real Men Wear Pink, um, the American Cancer Society. We did, uh, the first year we did that, I think it was about eight years ago. And we had a group of guys that went around and just raised funds that just to try and something new down here on the coast. And so um, I had recently lost my aunt to breast cancer. And so when uh, Elizabeth Galky with the American Cancer Society came to me and started talking to me about it, I, I immediately said, yes, I mean, it's, it's kind of like it was one of those God things. It, I was hurting, and then it presented itself, so I, I jumped on. So, and, uh, okay, but this 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 Carter's Champions, talk to me yeah. about that. So I was doing the um, American Cancer Society for about a couple of years or so, and um, just kind of started seeing, you know, I don't really, I'm not okay with going out raising funds for it to pay for someone's salary. I've, I've, I've done plenty of fundraising through the years for these big organizations and all that, and they are needed. I'm not saying that I'm not saying they're not needed because they are, they are, they're big, they're big timers in the, uh, in the charity world. And they're the reason why we do what we do because they started the whole thing. So they're definitely needed. Um, but I just can't, I can't go to somebody asking for $10,000 knowing that a portion of that's going to pay for somebody's salary to, to do stuff. So I made the conscious decision to start something called Carter's Champions. Me and Jordan Duran started it together. Um, and we, from day one, I said 100% of every dollar we raise will go to whatever we're wanting it to go to at that time. So we brought on Elizabeth Galky. Whenever she left American Cancer Society, I brought her over to Carter's Champions. She's now our executive director. She's been our executive director now for a couple of years. And uh, I just felt like since I started with her, she got she got away from the American Cancer Society. So I stole her. Unless we're <laughs> going to run this thing to the finish line. But the commitment still is to take 100% of the of the funds that people donate to whatever effort you're choosing to to be focused on, and uh, have it go to whatever organization you've designated. Yes, sir. That's that's awesome. It's amazing though if you you learn a lot about the community and uh, you know I had the opportunity to work in the community for a long time and I was always amazed. When you think you understand how far someone's willing to go to help you then they, they, they take 20 more steps to exceed your expectations because they get passionate about it. And it has a way of just kind of branching out into these tentacles into the community that just evolve and blow your mind, doesn't it? It really does. Uh, you, you can sit there and talk with people and you can just see the light change in their eyes whenever you're, you're discussing something like this and something that you can tell whenever it, it hits someone in their soul, you can see it. I mean, it's, it's why I do what I do. Yeah, it's so cool. Hey, we're having a conversation with John Carter. He's in the real estate business. We'll talk a little bit about that in the next segment. But uh, what he has done in terms of you know bringing people together for, for causes in the community is incredibly uh, inspiring. When we come back, we'll continue the conversation. We'll see you after this break. We'll be right back. 
also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I have my friend John Carter with us, and uh, what an inspiration he is. Um, you know, he uh, we, we talked at the beginning that he worked for a good long time in the casino industry where he learned to develop relationships, and boy, did he do that, uh, reaching out and getting to know customers better. And then he brought that passion for people into his current role in real estate. And before we get back to the community work that you're involved in, uh, how is it you know, working in the real estate business with your siblings? I couldn't ask for a better better thing to do with my life every single day. I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty crazy knowing that we can work together and still love each other. It's crazy. Um, I, I'm a, I've been, it's been fun watching again, coming back to my conversation with Jake and Christina, but it's been fun watching them work together on the day to day, you know, and uh, Jake, I'm proud of Jake for what he's been able to do to, uh, I, I mentioned during the conversation that I overheard a conversation he was having with someone who was so calm and reflective and, you know, it, when you run, when you run a business, John, you know, this, I mean, you got to put up with a bunch of junk. And, and success ultimately depends on your ability to work through that junk in a way that people feel satisfied and enables you to still grow your business because every business has challenges. I was impressed by that. Okay, so shifting gears. You recently had a big event involving boats on the water, and I remember uh, watching uh, a video that you did, and um, I think you were pretty surprised with how many boats were going to be involved. And your main goal was not only did you want to raise money, you wanted to keep everybody safe too. Tell us about the event and how successful it was. So we, we were expect, I say we, I was expecting a first year event boats coming out um, during the summer. I knew that we'd probably have a, a big showing, but I was thinking big showing as in like 30, 40 boats. I should have known better dealing with Stacy that she was going to take this thing to a whole nother level. Hey, tell what uh, this thing is so people know what it is. So, uh, boating for boobies. It is a boat parade. We do the pink boat parade in Gulfport, Mississippi. We start in Gulfport Harbor, uh, or Gulfport Lake, and it comes all the way, finishes up at the beautiful Captain Isle Steak and Seafood in Gulfport. So, Stacy took it to the next level. What does the next she level look like? What did it look like? Uh, that next level would be 200 boats registered. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what my face looked like whenever, uh, whenever I, they told me that for the first time. But we sold tons and tons of merchandise. I bet you we sold five cases of shirts, two cases of hats, uh, koozies, uh, you name it. I mean, it, it was. it's just amazing to see all these people come out and, and give their hard-earned money to an organization that tries to make a change. Hey, what was interesting, I saw some uh, some aerial views of that yacht basin that we all know is Kramer Marine. It was there for all these years. It was destroyed during Hurricane Katrina. But, um, you know, what a, what a great yacht basin that is. And, of course, it's been recently uh, upgraded. And to see aerial views of all those boats in there, you know, some at the beach right there that, that they built by Captain Al's, um, it looked – 
it looks so. I don't know. It was. It went from this, you know, being no boats there to all these boats. It was just this festive, incredible environment. It was. Uh, it was emotional for me. I'm not going to lie. When that first boat came rolling around the corner, and I looked back and just saw a line of boats all the way. Around, it was. It was very emotional for me, just because the simple fact that all these people did this. I mean, it's. It's amazing. It's amazing to see the community give back. It Love is. You know, John, I talk about on the show all the time that, that that's the reason why we are one of the most resilient communities in the United States because of Hurricane Katrina and the other challenges we've had to face along the way. We know what it feels like to have to bounce back. We know what it feels like. I often mention Katrina was a great equalizer. You know, it it redefined uh, poor and, it, you know, people who had, did, you know, might have had some means before the storm didn't have any after because they were underinsured or whatever their challenges might have been. And, uh, and so what it meant that we were going to be neighbor helping neighbor and working together to, to, to rebuild and come back and, and learn how to bounce back better the next time. And, um, and so it makes when, when events like yours puts together with its credibility and authenticity and a good, a good purpose in mind, it makes events like yours more successful because inside coastal Mississippians is, is a heart to want to give to their neighbor. And, um, and that's what your, that's what your event turns out of people. And how does it make you talk more about how it makes you feel to see that? Well, <laughs> To see the community just come together and do that, I mean, it, it, it. you really don't have words to explain the feeling. Um, I mean, it's, of course, it's lots of love because you just want to walk around and hug everybody because you're so happy that uh, that everybody came out and you can just count the dollar signs walking around that you're going to be writing that check for, knowing that you're going to be able to possibly change someone's life or just make someone's life easier. It makes it it makes me feel just beyond words. I mean, to be honest, I really don't know how to explain it. Yeah, I, I get it. That's, I mean, it, def- it really defines speechless. <laughs> it does. Hey, it but listen, listen, does. I've got, um, I've got a, obviously I have a significant uh, inspiration that exists as a result of your work. And in the future, if there's anything we can do to help you sort of continue to push the, you know, the thought of what you do out there, don't hesitate to call us. It's been great to catch up with you, my friend. Great to catch up with you. And you just keep doing what you're doing, man. It's You're helping all of us by doing this. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. This has been John Carter. And I uh, hope you have a great weekend, and we'll see you on Monday. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.